Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are here at the studio of Facts from the Dead with our special guest. I'm your host, Philip Beckerson. He might not be one of those famous celebrities on television like Dwayne Johnson or The Weeknd or someone like that, but he is adventurous and a spectacular someone. So are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Please welcome the one and only unbelievable, spectacular soldier, conquistador, and explorer. And as a soldier, he served on the 1513 expedition of Vasco Nunes de Balboa, during which he discovered the Pacific Ocean. The best navigator ever to live, please welcome Francisco Pizarro. Ah, such soothing music gets me in the mood to share facts about my interesting life. It's an honor to be here today. Thanks for having me in this studio. I'm so excited to share my life with you all. I circumnavigated the world just to be here. Now, let's talk about what everyone came here for. Me, ask me anything you would like. It's an honor to have you here with us at the Undead Facts Studio. The crowd and I are excited to learn all about your life and what it was like to be a one-of-a-kind explorer and how amazing it feels to lead an expedition around the world. Now, let's get started. Where were you born, Francisco? Well, I was born in the astonishing Trujillo Casera, Spain. The old town contains many medieval and renaissance buildings. The conquistadors that lived in the city built on rich buildings and missions. Trujillo is located in the tributary of Toho and Guadiana rivers at the bottom, which contains important groups of churches that still own most of my childhood memories. I never ever converted to another religion than being Catholic. Whoa, your hometown sounds spectacular and historical. I would love to visit there someday. Now, for the next question. What years did you live in and how long did you live for? I lived from 1475 to 1541. In fact, I lived for 66 years. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but it turns out that I was a better explorer than entrepreneur. I had my latitude and longitude aced in my head, and I understand it and use it actually perfectly. I lived a long, long, long time ago. I grew up without learning how to read. Instead, I herded my father's pigs, but I still lived an amazing life. My father was a poor farmer. My mother, Francisco Gonzalez, was of humble heritage, best conquistadors. I had the life better than anyone could ever imagine. It was the best time back then. I loved being an explorer. It really made my life amazing. I traveled to new places and tried to find the five Gs, which are good, glory, God, geography, and God. Now, let's get back to the questions. Did you ever have an emperor? Well, I grew up living by my father, but then I had to reform to be the emperor of the Inca Empire for a while so I could have a large amount of people in my colony. Whoa, you had an amazing and interesting life, but only lived for 66 years. I would definitely love to do what you did back then. If I could have that life, it would be awesome. So back to the questions. What country did you explore for? I explored for one of my kind hometown Spain. It was a journey I'll never forget, a one of a kind. I experienced old buildings, or at least ones that were older than the ones here in America. They spoke a different language than most people in America do now. You should all check it out one day. 
That must have been a fun journey exploring your hometown. I would love to do that too, if I ever had a chance. What I've really been wondering is what was the original purpose of your journey and why did you do it? What were your motivations for wanting to explore? Well, I get a lot of questions on my life, but never has it been that one. I have been waiting so long for that question, and finally someone asked me. The original purpose of my journey is like all the other explorers' purpose. The reasons why I went on these journeys and the purpose was that I wanted to find the five Gs, which are God, goods, geography, glory, and gold. I didn't just want to find the five Gs. I also wanted to find fortune and other things too. For one, a new ocean, which I did find. This new ocean that I found was called the Pacific Ocean, but there's more. I also claimed the land of Peru for my hometown, Spain, which I know is very impressive. Finally, I found out why all of these explorers wanted to go on journeys. Well, that's an amazing thing you did that most people can't do. I've always wanted to be like you, but I'm getting too old now. So for the next question, where did you go? Well, I explored the Pacific coast of America along Peru. It was a fun and exciting journey. In fact, I conquered Peru a while back before my death. That was an amazing time. I love conquering Peru. I founded Peru's capital city, Lima. I actually was assassinated on June 26, 1541 in Lima, Peru by vengeful members of an enemy faction of conquistadors. That's one thing that happened on my journey that was not the happiest moment of my life. That sounds like a fun journey, but not so fun from when you got assassinated. I would totally love exploring Peru. It sounds like a lot of fun. Now, let's get back to the questions. What did you find? Well, like I said before, on my journey to Peru, I founded its capital city, Lima. That was one of my happiest times. The city Lima was located in Peru, and I found it. I'm impressive, right? Yeah, I know I am. I also tried to find the five Gs, which I explained earlier. Oh, and just to let you know, I found them. Wow, very impressive. That's something that doesn't happen every day. I wish I could find all that cool stuff if I had a chance. That would be amazing. Your life so far is really impressive. I mean, no one can have a life like you did. Now, for another question I've been wanting to ask is, were you successful? Why or why not? I was actually one of the most successful Spanish conquistadors. Like I said before, I founded the Spanish colony of Peru. Very impressive. Not everyone can do that, which means you're one of a kind. I'm so interested to find more and more about you. Your life was unbelievable. Now for another question. What were the consequences of your exploration of the native people? That's a hard question to answer. Let me take a minute to think back. Well, the consequences were that some of the natives were also taken aboard Ruse's ship to serve later as interpreters. After he then set sail north for the San Juan River, arriving to me, my men and I, exhausted from the serious difficulties we had to face. That must have been hard for the native people, but good to know. Let's keep talking. Another question I've been wondering about is, where did you explore on your voyage? Well, I first explored as far as the San Juan River with navigator Diego de Alamago and a priest named Fernando de la Cruz. I also explored further south along the coast, and as I said before, 
I explored Spain and Peru. All of these journeys helped me learn a lot and I got to learn new things. That's so amazing. I would love exploring all of those cool places. You're very adventurous and take lots of risks. I wish I could be as brave as you were. That would be a dream come true. Now for the next question we've all been waiting for. How did you die? Well, this is a very sad story, but I died in Lima on June 26, 1541. A group of 20 heavily armed supporters of Diego de Alamago second El Marzo stormed my palace, assassinating me, and then forced the terrified city council to appoint young Alamago as the new governor of Peru, according to Burke, Holder, and Johnson. I have always wanted to get back at them, but I can't now because I'm a ghost. That sounds like a horrible way to die. I cannot imagine that. And you only live for 66 years, not a long time. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Now, let's get back to the questions. I've always wondered what you did in your early life. So, why don't you tell us a little about it? Well, I grew up without learning how to read. Instead, I herded my father's pigs. As a young man, I heard tales of the new world and was seized by a lost fortune and adventure. In 1510, I accompanied Spanish explorer Alonso de Ojeda on a voyage to Aruba, Colombia. Although the expedition was unfruitful, I proved I could be relied on in a blind. Whoa, so you didn't grow up reading, but you're so smart. Impressive. So it seems you didn't have that great of time in your early life, but your life did get better and better over time. Well, it's good you did have a good childhood. Now for the next question. What advances in technology helped your voyage? My voyage, the technology that helped me were maps, compasses, ships, swords, and the astrolabe. Let me explain to you why each of these tools helped me. The compass helped me because I could guide myself towards north, south, east, or west. Maps helped to guide me to where I wanted to go. Ships helped me because I traveled faster and easier. Swords helped me to kill most of the Incas. The last tool, which is the astrolabe, helped me actually make expeditions easier and helped me figure out my position when I was traveling on the ocean. Most of those tools are still used now, which are very important in sailors' life. I forgot to ask you this earlier when we were talking about the native people, but I have another question about that subject. How did you view the native people? Well, there wasn't a relationship between me and the Native Americans. It was, in fact, that I didn't like them. It's just that it was my way of life. Like all the other Spaniards and Europeans of the time, I despised the Native Americans because of their skills mentally, culture, and unity, and wealth. But I centered my anger towards one tribe, though, the Incas. That sounds pretty reasonable. Natives were not so popular back then. Now, let's keep talking about you, because that's what we all came here for. The next question I will be asking you is, what was your sponsor? Well, King Charles V, who lives in Spain, helped me travel to the Incas' land. I asked him to take men from the Spanish army. King Charles agreed to let me take 250 men. 
King Charles ordered me to take priests to convert the Native Americans. I wanted to go with other kings, but they did not agree to go with me, so he was my only choice. How were you treated by your countrymen when you returned home after your expedition? Well, I was near 70 and seated at dinner with several close friends and relatives when 20 Ahmed, led by the son of former close companion Diego de Alamago, who had cold-heartedly condemned to death, burst into my palace in Lima. Him and his men killed me. The reason was because I received a larger share of spoils from their expeditions. My own countrymen attacked my palace on June 26, 1541 and killed me. Whoa, that's horrible. Now for the final question. What were your fears and hopes? Well, when I got to the Inca Empire, my soldiers and I feared the size of the Inca Empire. But I also knew that the Bardo offered an opportunity for greatness, which I hoped to achieve. Either my force would win a great victory over the Incas, or they would die trying. I eventually decided that I should hope for greatness more than fear death and attack them. My hopeful attitude helped me capture the Incan Empire and made me successful in the attack. That is a reasonable fear and a great hope. So I say we should call it a night at the studio of the Undead Facts. Thank you for coming, everybody. We really appreciate you coming, Francisco. And your money will come in a check delivered to your grave by the next week. Have a great night, everyone. And we will see you next week with our annual interview with Justin Bieber.